Happy Friday, Freestyle Friday. Drizzy Drake is in the building, and today we are going to get you ready for that UCLA, North Carolina, Iowa State, Miami matchups. It's going down for our teams that are still dancing on the men's side. We also got some good games happening on the women's front, so we'll go over that. But more importantly, where should you be putting your money? I mean, Sweet 16, we all know it could be anybody's game. Will we finally see a buzzer beater? Can we put some of that down, you know, get some money out of this? Let's talk to Drizzy Drake about it up next. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and this is Drizzy Drake, my Friday host. We always get down Freestyle Friday. Locked On Seminoles podcast is where you can mainly find him. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Our podcasts are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Got a lot of good things to cover today. Drizzy Drake, happy Friday. How you feel? It's it's cloudy over here in North Carolina. I hope there's sunshine wherever you are. Oh hell no! It's dark as this dark as hell down here. Man. It's cloud. I was leaving work today. I'm like, where did the sunshine go? I've been like okay. staring out my window all work. I'm like, damn, I could be outside right now getting a nice tan, but no, my ass is inside with a dress shirt, long sleeves covered up. But I mean, I'm gonna be at the pool all weekend. Trust me, I'm gonna be enjoying these games and gambling and uh, putting on some more money on my on my second favorite team now with the UNC Tar Heels because you know I was Ooh. the one that's stunting for them against Baylor out of two of us. So I don't know if you're ready to hop on the bandwagon yet or not. Uh, you know that's so funny you say that because after watching the Baylor game, it would piss you off me personally because I'm like now I'm a believer, right? Now y'all got to win the whole damn thing because I don't understand what we're doing here if we're not going after to winning the whole thing. Like we're playing around at this point, so it's national championship mentality or bust. I'm back. I'm back to that, unfortunately. And you know what? It's really funny because the one kid that we always said, you know, well, I, we've been saying all year that is just we've been huge fans of is Armando Baycott, even though my man gave me the worst heart attacks the entire time. So I'm like, damn, could you hit more of your free throws, my man? Oh, my God. God. Free money and free, literally free money, free buckets. And you missed the ones. He's like, oh, they felt good when they were up. I'm like, I'm sure they did. Right. Like, they didn't look good, my man. <laughs> You look sad. You look. You was not kind. You was not smart, and it was not important. But needless to say, they pulled out a victory. They took down the number one seed, which was awesome. And now they're facing a Final Four team, UCLA, last season. They're coming back with a vengeance. I have them on my bracket to win the whole bad boy. God knows. Like my bracket was already busted after Kentucky, but now I think it's going to go to Smithereens. I don't know about that. Um, Ooh, wait, let's talk about it. Listen, UCLA. I actually had in my Final Four last year. Okay. Uh, mainly because I was a big fan of Johnny Juzang and Jaime Jaquez, you know, those two kids out there. <laughs> Come on with the, with the accents. <laughs> Ay, perdóname, chamo. Jaime Jaquez, perdóname, que se vaina. Pero um, I think that UNC, I know a lot of people are going to be picking them to kind of drop it in this spot because that game against Baylor takes a lot out of you as a team. Mm. Regardless if you know you're, if you're division, if you're a power five level, or even a professional basketball, like, damn, that just like wore you down. But Overall, I think that they Baycott did show. I mean, as free throws aside, he was a big boy. He was the biggest man actually on the or, uh, in the paint at the mm-hmm. boards too. And with UCLA, they they haven't really like super super impressed me. I was like, okay, they're doing their job, but I think overall UNC could definitely you know I'm just gonna keep riding them because they've been making me a lot of money anyways too. So give me UNC with the plus two 
give me, you know, sprinkle my line plus 115 from betonline.net. So, folks, you know, that's where I'm riding. Hopefully, y'all will uh, ride with me. Listen, they're giving UCLA about a 72% chance to win this thing. And I'm sitting here like, did y'all not watch the first two games? Like, on paper, yes, Carolina absolutely has the talent, but they don't. We've seen throughout the season it's either really hot or extremely cold. I will tell you this. The way Tyler Aki explained it on Thursday's show, you will tell within the first five minutes how this game is going to go. If they struggle mightily, I'm just like, all right. Pack it in the mail. It's over. They might have a little comeback. They might chunk it away, but they are not a team that can have large deficits and come back into games well. They have not done it well all season. So if UCLA can impose their will first half and really kind of hurt their feelings the start of the second, I just feel like Carolina can't come back. Mm, I don't know, but I kind of want to ask you with – I'm feeling a little bit differently, but I kind of do want to ask you because one of the big things that we that was discussed of the UNC-Baylor game was the officiating or sort of what was the sure. imitation of what people want to call officiating you know, sure. in, today, in today's double, NCAA. I want to ask you, how do you think Brady Manick is going to come back actually from that last game? Because that probably – imagine, you know, you're playing you – you could have played in your last game and you spent – what 20 something minutes in the locker room just waiting to see if you guys you know you had a 26 point lead and then it goes all the way to tied to losing to ot how do you think it's actually going to affect them going into this game listen my man was watching the game in the locker room with no sound can you imagine the gut-wrenching no emotions sound? no sound bro he was <laughs> he was watching that game bucket for bucket with his coach with no sound can i just can't imagine had the heart attacks that they were having throughout that because you slowly saw a disheveled unc team so hopefully he goes out this game he knows how important he is he's been known but i think now it's like you're a key factor, right? I think he's just happy to be here because he knows he's a grad transfer, so he's trying not to like steal too much shine. Nah, bump all that. You shine, shine on King because you want he to was make the man. up. Okay, <laughs> make up for feeling like you didn't do whatever it is you thought you needed to do for that game. He was a super apologetic. He felt horrible, and I'm just sitting here like, bro, yeah, they wouldn't even be in half the games a season without you. Like, I get it. Like, he's all in guy, and so I'm just saying, keep that same energy, KTSC. Like, like make sure you remind these folks of why you're gonna play for all 40 minutes, and we're gonna be good money. I'm not even worried about Brady. Brady is not my concern. It's Caleb Love and RJ because again, RJ has a 30 point game. Can he repeat a? Can he even give me 20? Right? Can you give me 15 and some great assists? I would be okay with that. Can he deliver is remains to be seen because we also saw when started things started breaking down with Baylor, Caleb started trying to play hero and it was like, boo-boo, mm-mm, mm-mm, come back, team, unison. Let's find out. I know we I know we're and we know we'll have some rotation out. But I mean Caleb Love found out of that game. Like it was just amazing to me, the poor officiating. I don't think that will be the case this go-round because of what everyone's seen happen last time, but yet and still don't even put it in their hands. Don't, don't, don't get flagrant too. That's all I ask. Yeah, no, I'm one of those people that you you can never blame the officiating. You should never like leave it to, up to them to determine it. That being said, I mean the NCAA. I don't think that refereeing crew should ever probably step foot on another hard court till maybe 2030, maybe. Bro, Just- I think two out of the three of them made it to the Sweet 16 matchups. Like I don't know if they will all be in the same grouping. Yes, I'm trying to tell you, it's crazy. I'm not gonna put their names on blast because I don't really like that because you know rested they have lives too. But at the same time. Two of the three are going to be in another rotation. And so I'm just like, okay, we'll see how I go. 
I'm going to leave my opinion of that to myself because my mother always said you got nothing to say. <laughs> don't say it at all. That's when you don't go and roll. I'm just going to leave that at that with that statement you just told me about the fishing uh, uh, crew. 100%. And listen, Carolina plays at 930 at night. They're not known for playing great games in the evening. However, they will be in Philly, so it's not like they have to do different coasts. You know, they have to adjust. Their bodies have to adjust. So hopefully, they'll have a good night's sleep. They'll come in and they'll just ball out and play on Friday, get to the final four. We can roll, but I mean, play on the final four on for this final four on Sunday and we can roll. But I'm not going to tell you I'm not having a heart attack because I might be. I, I might be pressed this entire weekend. Well, I mean, you know what you like? It, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I am jealous that you're having that feeling. Like, because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had that feeling since maybe like 2018 when it comes to basketball for that. But like, God. isn't part of that like kind of the fun of being a fan? Like this kind of like, you know, you this heart, like, you know, like your chest is getting heavy. Your heart's like about to explode out. Like it's, and like, this is March Madness. And right now, like there's always the one team that they're coming in, you know, they're not, you know, as seen as like a tournament favorite right now. It kind of looks like y'all, if we're being completely honest here. I know St. Peter's is number 15, but we always know that that's that sort of Cinderella never makes it all the way to the end. Sure. So maybe this year it could be y'all's chance, man. Listen, I'd rather it be a St. Peter's or a Texas Tech, like a team that nobody really expect coming, because at the end of the day, Carolina is still Carolina. Like, I get it. This hasn't been the teams of old and all that kind of stuff. But I saw a national championship my freshman year. I know what the mentality is. If you don't get a national championship, people are looking at you sideways. Regardless of whoever steps on that court, you can get expectations and simmer, like elevate them or scale them however you want to. But make no bones about it. You're the top tier when it comes to basketball. You better go out there and play like it. That's all. Um, don't, don't play because I'll come up here because all y'all out. Y'all know how I get. I gotta relax. See, you already working me up, Jizzy Drake. You know my nerves. Hey, hey, I'm, hey, I'm hey. already, I'm already worked up. You see, I, that's why I can't watch. I can't watch. I'm not even watching as a fan. I'm watching as a proud alumnus. Okay, I'm watching as someone who has again seen it with my own two. Just can't, can't blow it. Might as well, because we're here now. Like we're, you, I wish you had lost at Baylor. I would have been fine. <laughs> I would have been home with Leonard Hamilton and the boys. I would have oh. been fine. <laughs> First off, that's cool. I already got to deal with Miami already being in the almost in the 16. So trust me, like I, I, I don't know. I would much rather be in there than seeing my arch rival actually going that far when they typically aren't known to being a basketball school. Okay, and you know what? That's a great point because if Duke loses at the time that we're recording this, and if Duke wins and Carolina loses, I'm gonna be very upset. But let's have that conversation. I know you can't. You hate talking about your rival, but we got to do it. Just one good time. After we remind you guys that if you are watching the March Madness games. Be sure to grab yourself a Built Bar so you can eat a delicious treat as you're enjoying these matchups. All Built Bars are 100% covered in real chocolate. Yes, that is 100% real chocolate, a low-calorie, high-protein snack that you'll be sure to enjoy with you and yours. Mint, brownie, coconut, coconut, almond, all delicious flavors. Built Bar is coming out with new flavors all the time. If If they think a flavor might be good, they will make it. It'll be delicious. But more importantly, it'll be good for you. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order again using promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com so it's not just north carolina that has this big matchup on friday it is also miami a team that nobody saw coming a number 10 seed probably should have been ranked higher let's keep that on your whole bucket but i will say thank you acc for proving our point that while we said it's a down year we were a little downtrodden about not being glamorous our teams are doing what they got to do in this tournament. They're holding down the fort. And I think the Hurricanes will actually do that again against Iowa State. As Tyler Aki mentioned, it's a tale of two completely different teams when Miami opens up, you know, ahead of the pack here. And do you think they're going to be able to hold 
you know, for and ultimately get the win. So I don't know why you said that no one thought that Miami was going to be doing anything when I said okay. about a week ago facts, and facts, probably facts. all year that I see Miami as an Elite Eight team. And that's actually where I actually had them. Did now, you say I, Elite Eight? I did say Elite Eight. Look at you. I would, bad, I would, yeah. I would pull out my bracket right now, but uh, I'm pretty sure that you know we we don't uh, subscribe to that sort of sponsor. But <laughs> uh, on, on the reels though, like to me, Miami is just that they got hot at the right time, and also they had an easier path. I didn't think USC was that good. Mm. I mean, I think Andy Anfield every single year has been like he was a darling sword at FGCU with Dunk City, mm-hmm. but then he's kind of wasted sort of you know the Immobile twins. You I mean he had Isaiah and now Evan as well, and like he, I mean, battled in the first round and the second round. I mean, you should be able to do better than that, my guy. And then, too, with Auburn, Auburn was really good for the first two and a half months. And then they somehow forgot to shoot. Like, I don't mm. know. Like, I was a friend of mine. He's a Auburn booster. He's like, I have no idea how we forgot to shoot overall. And then Walker Kessler, one of the things that he was complaining about, I think, to a, to a Coach Williams last year was like, let me shoot more threes. He shoots 20% from beyond the arc. And that's typically what happens in big games. Walker Kessler, he goes away. So they blow Auburn out. And then, to me, Iowa State... I mean, yeah, that's cute, but I think Cameron Mcgusty and Isaiah Wong have proven time and time again that those that's a gruesome twosome, you know, actually on the court that overall, like that's a team that I hate to say it, but this is probably, in my personal opinion, the most complete ACT basketball team that we have for this season. And it really pains me to say that. I don't know if I, I can make it any more clear, but Miami definitely is the best chance for an Elite Eight run of actually of all three teams going into the weekend. That's so fair. to me it's going to be Miami or Iowa State as much as it pains me to say it, and I will also be betting on them too. So, Oh, look at you. Okay, a couple things that I pulled out from your comments here. One, we know you made your bracket at runyourpool.com. We already know that, so you know you're good money there. But number two... <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you're absolutely right. The gruesome twosome of Mcgusty and Wong. Isaiah Wong came alive against Auburn. We know that Kessler struggles against ACC teams, and more importantly than that, let me just say here right now, everybody's not in Dirk Nowitzki. All right, everybody is not a big man who can shoot the three. That's not what your ministry is. If you can be an enforcer in the paint, go ahead and do that. I do not understand why guys are just so hell bent on shooting threes these days. Like I literally have watched basketball for a good minute now, and the way I've seen big men not want to shoot a jumper, not want to drive to the basket, but step back and try to shoot a tray, I'm like. For what? Because the two points were guaranteed. But no, you try to be the big man to shoot a three, and now you bank, and now you airballed it. Now, now look at you, looking dumb and crazy, but no points. Hey, hey, I mean, it's it's kind of like in you know football right now with uh, every single quarterback coming. It's like, oh, I want to be able to throw off of you know my one foot like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Steph Curry did the same damn thing. But my but big guys, fellow thick men, and you know other thick boys <laughs> out there. Um, we're not the same size as Steph Curry. We don't have the quickness unless you're, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe you can probably say, you know, for certain players, there's unicorns out there. But overall, your bread and butter is mid-range. Look at Dirk. Follow what he wants to do. And even, I'm, I'm, don't, I'm not even saying try to be Dirk. Just, you know, go in the paint. Bang. Listen, Please. They, there's a lot of big men. There's a lot of big men who've had a long, who have had long careers by doing the fundamentals. Tim Duncan, hello, if you're listening. I just feel like Shut it's up. okay to want to do the fundamentals. Don't play around with it. But we'll see this with Miami team who, you know, to me, Isaiah and Cam were great, you know, guards on paper. That's what you want someone to deliver in a game matchup, right? Cam was just making you hurt every time he, every time you messed up, he was making you pay for it. And you could just see the dejective moods of Auburn and to be like, how are we losing to a team like Miami? And it's like, yeah, if anyone's been watching the ACC, we've been new this. We know about this Miami team, but I think it's very exciting to me going into a really 
first matchup where I'm like, okay, really realistic here. They can absolutely beat Iowa State. And then look at them sitting pretty and going to another matchup. Could potentially – we could see Miami in the final four. Let's jump ahead. Yeah, let's not say that, man. Okay. Let's, okay. I know, no, 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 but for real. Though, pay no, me? No, no, no. It, pay? No, it, it would pay me, but who would they play? So if they do beat Iowa State, who would they play? Who are their options actually to play against? <sighs> now you got to pull up the bracket, and I got to make sure I get this right because, you know, everybody's going to be jumping down your neck if you don't. So let's just I go no ahead words. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to hype up the Miami fans that apparently <laughs> I always call loud and trash whenever I'm on Twitter or on my own YouTube site because they come to my videos. Um, oh, do no, they? I love that for you. Oh no! Yeah, it's me. Yeah, well, me and Max are very well known to the Miami faithful now. But oh, um, oh no, I, I mean, forgot. It was that that one video about Max. Well, that, no, that was the quarterback one. Sorry. No, that was that video with Jordan, with the Jordan Travis where I, okay. I, I I said Jordan Travis was a bottom five quarterback and he thought that Tyler <laughs> Back was a bottom five quarterback. It was really it was a really good conversation. Oh my lance! That that picked up some views there. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna hold you. That was really good. I'm trying to pick up figure out this bracket here but no that was jordan travis being a top what was it five quarterback yeah he, he he's a lot he's a lot higher in jordan travis than i am i'll just put it that way uh, okay okay i get it don't get it but i get it all right let's see what we have here so God, why are these prints so small what is wrong with these people <laughs> Look at me, my old ass. All right, so the winner of Kansas and Providence will face off against Miami. So if they end up beating either Kansas or Providence, let's, okay, let's say Kansas is going to win that game, right? So yeah. You got, you've got Michigan, Villanova, and then you have Arizona, Arizona and Houston. So let's say Arizona wins, let's say Michigan wins, right? We'll just give it to them. Then uh-huh. you got, let's say Michigan could be, in the, let's say Michigan goes to the Final Four, they could face off against Miami in the Final Four. So it would be Michigan, Arizona, Houston, or Villanova who they'll face off against for the final four spots. For the championship spot, I should say, rather. Uh, they could definitely be Michigan. I think they could be Arizona. Shoot. Uh, that's, my be- final, that's, that's my final four pick, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, but no, they definitely. God. I, I think Houston would be challenging. Just you are making screen. it a lot. You are making it really Sorry. plausible that Miami actually could pull this entire thing off and go to the final championship game. That would be of all the teams we talked about this season and how great Duke is supposed to be. And coach K's last friend, coach Laranega, you know, from the 50 yard line saying, hold my beer. I got something for you. Damn it. Never would have thought it. Damn it. I should not have been hyping up this team all year. I bet you they've been using my, our, our clips on this show to be like, oh. hey, look, someone believes us right now. And I was like, damn it. I'm my a own worst enemy. Percent, a thousand percent. <laughs> so out of uh, Iowa State and Miami, we're going with Miami, and we're going to bet on Miami. So make sure we have all of that tapped there. Want to get you guys in on the women's action, though. Make sure real quick that we tap in to the ladies who've been doing big things. I also saw that your coach of the women's team has retired, so we'd love to get your thoughts there. But first, I want to remind you guys that our next partner has a product I literally Want to try every single day. I started talking Athletic Greens because they're just simply so good. Why do you, why do I love Athletic Greens? So what is the stuff? It is just vitamins, mineral, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. 75 high quality ones to be exact. They help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things that you need. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free 
one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I got to get me some of that. Lord knows. But as this time of year rolls on and we're getting ready for the final teams to match up here, we want to make sure your bets are all squared away. So you got to hit up betonline.net. That's the number one sport source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot and get some sports scores, podcasts, and news for yourself this season. Not just about basketball, though. BetOnline is your continued place for all of the sport wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online is where the game starts man we are going to read reads before we actually have to do them live because that would always be helpful as we are trying to get through this bad boy wrapping up the show with drizzy drake of locked on seminoles and the women are doing big things but there is a florida state women retirement announcement and so we'd love to get your thoughts on coach and as she goes into her next what are you maybe excited about for the new regime i do want to say like thanks you know for everything for head coach to samra who did announce her retirement earlier this week she is the all-time winningest coach actually at fsu for the women's program i think she's there been there since 1997 so overall about 16 years if my math is correct and she brought two elite eights two separate sweet 16 she also was a three-time winner of the ACC coach of the year and also, I think she brought us the tournament 14 out of 15 consecutive years. When, when I say out of 15, because this past season, she uh, last year, she did take time off to help out her ailing mother. And to Samuel, she basically was able to take FSU women's basketball to, we expect going to tournament every single year. Now, unfortunately, you know, ended up being in a her first ever first round loss, actually this past uh, last week against Missouri State. But I think the future of the program is in really good hands because a former player of hers actually will probably be the new head coach who replaced her last year. Her name is Brooke Wyckoff. She played basketball for the Orlando Miracle, Connecticut Sun. And so to me, FSU women's basketball is in a very, very good place. And it kind of is cool to see how basically she was able to go, you know, go out kind of on her own terms. And she definitely was a trailblazer for, you know, women's sports actually at FSU. No doubt. We love people that can go out on their own terms. It's always a much better scenario, especially for people who are coming in who've probably played for said coach. And we have a lot of good things happening on the women's side Friday. Not only is Carolina men playing, but the Carolina women are starting off at 7 p.m. on ESPN. They'll play South Carolina. And there's been some mixed emotions feeling about this one because I say Carolina's playing with house money. Other people are like, yeah, thanks for playing Carolina. No chance in hell. What are your thoughts here on this matchup? So right now I have the projected spread at South Carolina minus 10. And I never go against the head coach of South Carolina (laughs) ever for anything. Especially said, do not go against me. But so, but (laughs) remember the last time I bet against UNC, UNC did beat the brakes off of Florida State. And even though Mm. Morgan Jones had a great game, Anya Poole, I think she owed me some money from how well you were scoring (laughs) that game. But to me overall, I'm definitely going with South Carolina this one. And like, this is to me that something that they should probably comfortably cover. Yeah. Mm, okay. Anya Poole is definitely going to have to have a big game against Aaliyah Boston, but I think the guard play of Deja Kelly and Eliza Utsby are going to be critical. We're going to need Hodgson to shoot some threes. Like it, They're going to have to play their best basketball, and they're going to have to come out hot because, as we've seen, South Carolina puts it away very early and very often. Like Their leads, they, they had, when they played Howard, my God, it, they gave them girls like eight points, I think, for the entire game. 
it was just really bad. However, I say all that to say, I'm going to chew root for my girls. I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to say, why not them? You might as well go ahead and do the damn do thing. It. If you could be Arizona in Arizona, pretty much a home game for them. You might as well try in your little sea of blue. We'll see what goes down. But we also have Notre Dame and NC State playing on Saturday. I think that's the best game on the entire docket for ACC teams here. Olivia Miles and company, they'll face off against Randa Perez, Alyssa Cunane, and a very determined Wolfpack team. It's hard to bet against Westmore, but, man, Notre Dame's been looking pretty good. They have been, but actually, I think the best game actually to watch, probably watch out for, I know it's not two ACC teams, but I think it's Louisville versus Tennessee. Do you? And okay. I, I do because did I didn't know this, but did you know that this like if Louisville actually wins out the rest of the region, this will be their first Final Four burn since 2018? I did not know that. So to me, like, don't you think it's going to be like kind of an added motivator actually for them to kind of like push forward through that, especially when they have like kind of a, I'm not going to say an easier route, but they have a such an attainable route to accomplish like such a feat for themselves, like for the program. A hundred percent. I definitely think that Louisville wants to kind of have a get back energy. They've been a top program for a minute now, and a lot of people have been quietly counting them out. And I think they've been feeding off of that. They didn't have the best performance in the ACC tournament or towards the end of the season, but certainly can be just as much contenders as anybody else. <laughs> Drizzy Drake, are you still there? Am I frozen? Are you frozen? Oh, sorry. I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 like, like, you, no, you, no, you, no, you froze for a second now, and then it was like, Drew, are you there? I'm freaking <laughs> crying because, like, you literally were just, like, looking, and you are like, nodding, and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? No, it's all good. We roll, we roll, we make a move. This is why it's real, this is real live radio here for you. But, yeah, definitely think Louisville is a strong contender no matter who they face, and I'm, I'm just excited to see good basketball on the women's front. They're definitely great games that we have to roll on here, but overall, I'm pretty pleased with March Madness. There hasn't been too many exciting, heartbreaking things. But at the same time, the, because it's more of an even playing field in my eyes, it's because anybody's game, I think we're going to see some good ones towards the end. What do you think, Jersey Drake? I think we're going to see some really, really good basketball, I think, for the rest of the way. I also want to say that the SEC is officially the most fraudulent you know, conference in basketball <laughs> for the entire season. We heard, a lot of, we heard a lot of flack about the ACC. Oh, you only have five teams going in. I didn't see, I didn't see any of our teams lose to a, almost a 15 seed. I also didn't okay. see, you know, Arkansas struggling to another team. Okay. I didn't see a majority. The, a lot of these teams just, I mean, Tennessee losing to Michigan. I mean, like, listen, these are teams that I think the ACC overall, like, it's really funny how we were languishing all year, how the basketball for the, like, the basketball programs were overall were just eating each other and just mm-hmm. beating each other up. And then now when it's March, it's just like a light switch. The Blue Bloods are actually back to being the Blue Bloods. And now we're also talking about Miami potentially going to the Final Four, as much as I hate to say that. So to me, I got—I got to keep repeating that. But overall, like I've been pleased with March Madness. March Madness also made me a lot of money. Folks, take Purdue to cover by 12, 13 points. I think St. Peter's run is done. And also, oh, okay. take Providence to cover. Take Providence to maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line there if you want to be a little dangerous for the weekend. Ooh, be a little dangerous. You know, I have enjoyed it thoroughly. I do love the AC is doing the damn thing. But I will say... You know, credit as much as Coach K gets on my nerves, I will credit him for being such a strong advocate for our conference because he's like, don't let these records fool you. Like, there are some very good programs out here. Don't don't come at us. And certainly they've proven so. And the only person that really got on my nerves is being in tech because I told them that they were the hottest team in the country. They didn't listen, though. We Maybe. all said that. We all said that. <laughs> it should have been them. It should have been them. 
hundred percent. When they didn't beat Texas, I was like, "That's a got to mighty." But anyway, we we'll talk we'll talk about them on the next go round. <laughs> Drizzy Drake, it's always a pleasure to have you. You really think St. Peter's is done, bro? <sighs> yeah, I mean, Doug, Doug Eddard. I mean, he's had a wonderful, wonderful run. He yeah. looks sort of looks like Jeremy Jam from Parks and Rec. Shout out to a great character, you know. But I definitely think that. I, I, I think Purdue probably has the most well-rounded team across the board. They are definitely, to me, a dark horse to be a Final Four team. Okay. Listen, I, lo- I love a good dark horse. But more importantly than that, I love an underdog. I think Miami has been treated like an underdog this entire time. So if UCLA were to lose, I would happily join the Miami bandwagon train because if my team wins at this point, like I said, they got to win an ACC uh, They got to win a national championship or bust. So I know that might not happen either. So I'm really team Miami right now. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's all you, girl. That's all you. You're by yourself on a journey. (laughs) Remind (laughs) these folks of where they can find you. Follow your work. Uh, You can follow me at tally underscore underscore Drake. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Seminoles. Also at Knowles Anonymous and follow my codes at MaxMovie17. Please, if you can, you know, throw us a follow, DM. That's basically where we get all of our themes, all of our content. Also, we are on YouTube. You can see my ugly face, you know, five days a week. So, hey, you want to add that to your, you know, repertoire. Let's go. Oh, you're not gonna do a go can? Are you not gonna throw up the uh, you if uh, Miami goes to the man? There is no <laughs> amount of money in this damn world that will ever have me throwing up the you with that. I can okay. do this. That can definitely work, right? <laughs> Love it, guys. Rakeem Cooper and Jersey Dre. We hope you have a great weekend. Until next time.